Hello, you're listening to Raising Jessica's Day of Fun, episode 11, Buckets and Sports. Hope you enjoy it. I'm Rosie. I'm Jessica. And you're listening to Rosie, Rosie and, and Jessica's, Jessica's Day, Day of Fun. Fun. Hello. Hello. Uh, it's very warm. It really is. It's taken a sudden turn for the sweltering. I'm for the worse, in my opinion. <laughs> I do not enjoy heat. I had forgotten it. I'd, I'd been lulled into thinking maybe I'd like a break from the rain. I would be happier if the rain came back. I was massively over the rain. I was really sick of it. And then, bam, it's boiling and we're all going to die. Yeah. Uh, I No, I love rain. I mean, I love rain to an unspeakable level. <laughs> it's my favourite weather. If it rained every day, I'd be very happy. So it has rained every day. It did rain every month. day. We're all miserable. No, I was loving it. And people would come into work and go, oh, this weather. And I'd have to go, oh, well, actually, I'm like, yes, this weather. Um, I've been on, I was on stage yesterday. And let me tell you, uh, stage lights and <laughs> this weather, really unpleasant. Sweaty. Oh, my goodness, is it sweaty. So Jessica and I had a proper day of fun on Monday. We did. It was a day. It was fun. Well, actually, it was mainly an evening of fun. Yeah. We went out to the guide shop before it closed. It's just is more enjoyable than you can possibly imagine. Oh, yeah. Bought some badges. Yep. Uh, I like going to shops and going, I think I've got 42 of these. Counting them all out. We went to Wagamama. I had uh, Yasai Katsu Curry. Yeah, I won Rosie round to the ways of the vegetarian. It's better than the chicken. It's definitely... Oh, a bit of deep fried sweet potato. Yum. You haven't lived. And then we went to see the Reduced Shakespeare Company's uh, The Complete World of Sports, brackets, abridged, at the Arts Theatre in London. Yeah. And it was awesome. Do you go? Um, we have been RSC fans for... Oh, years and years and years. Years and years. When we heard them on... It was BBC Seven. That's how old it was. Oh, those halting days. Um, uh, heard their old radio show. And then we've... At the beginning of the BBC Digital Radio Network. Absolutely. The good thing about old BBC Seven when it first started is that um, it had a sort of rotation of about 18 months. So you'd listen to something and then it would come back and think, oh, this means this is also on. And it would also be on. Yes, and it would just rotate around. That. Like a school dinner menu, but with yes. uh, comedy and drama. So we'd heard their uh, Reduced Shakespeare Company's uh, Shakespeare show. Now, if you haven't heard of the Reduced Shakespeare Company, it's kind of in the title. The Reduced Shakespeare radio show. Yeah. They do a show of Shakespeare, in all of Shakespeare, in 100 minutes. Yeah. Um, and they've done other things. And so the current one is uh, all of sports, all sports ever, in 100 minutes. Yeah. Very topical. It, it Canny. Was. Canny. Yeah. Um, very clever. So we went to see them on Monday, and it was very funny. Uh, there were wigs. <laughs> there were outrageous accents it was there was bursting through paper that really shocked me yes. <laughs> i leapt about a foot in the air when that happened it was excellent i really enjoyed myself i urge you to go yes do go if you only like theater and don't really like sports but feel like you should somewhat concede to what's happening in london this summer that is go the perfect that. thing to do and if you really like sports but don't think you like theater go and see that yeah exactly we also yesterday had a, a cookout with the guides, which was why we were buying so many badges. Yeah, outdoor cook's badge. But before we can actually go to the cookout, we thought we'd better do some preparation. So we bring to you now a pre-recorded feature, almost not live from the shed. So, dear listener, uh, we are currently in the shed at Guides. We are indeed. Uh, we're making a list. We're uh, checking it twice. We're finding out who's going to be in the sausage patrol. <laughs> um, so tomorrow we're doing an outdoor cooking day. Now, we thought it would be horrible weather, but 
somebody flicked a switch and it's very nice weather now unbelievably it's glorious this is actual your actual glorious weather so i'm wearing a floor-length black skirt but yeah, we're, we're making a list of everything we need. Uh, we've got various kettles appearing. Do you think we're actually taking the kettle? Well, it's stupid of me to have led with kettle then. It is. Chopping boards, foil. We've not taken the traditional jug on a stick. I just can't think of a use for the traditional jug on a stick. Unless I just drink from it all day. There is that. Right, we're taking the jug on a stick. We have a large cool box just full of sweets left over from an event we did a few weeks ago. The garden party. Anyways, we're yeah, we've, we've mentioned the garden party. Now, and uh, Rosie's just sampling the merchandise. As a guide leader, it is my guide-given right to sit and eat as many of the sweets as I choose. I've had a drumstick, I've got five marshmallows in my hand. We've bought a, a box of 600 flumps. There are only so many flumps you can sell at one church event. Yeah, absolutely. In one afternoon. So. They're really cheap. You oh, can't no. get diabetes cheaper. Oh, a jelly snake! I'm going to eat a jelly snake. I've picked a really rank flavour of jelly sweet. It's yellow. Is it lemony? No, it's like pineapple tropical Ooh. I want strawberry. I want pink flavour. Pink flavour is the best. I want anything. Purple flavour, actually. Yeah. Purple, red, pink. I think that's the order it goes in. Yeah. The lighter hue of the pink family. The guide shed is basically a home away from home. I could use this as a storage locker. I'm going to start you bringing... Can, you can live in here. Don't think I haven't considered that. And what you really want in uh, 30 degree heat is to light several fires in a small area and wear boiler suits. But it was shaded because we were in kind of a little copse. Yeah. The, no, no, no. The problem wasn't the heat. It was the uh, terrific smoke inhalation. It was worse than anything I've ever experienced in now, that sort of situation. I, I realised we were actually doing uh, quite effective anti-smoking propaganda for the guys. True. Because they were all they choking. They were so traumatised <laughs> by the experience. Um I've never seen, you know, when you see people start handing out napkins to blow their noses on, everyone's wearing sunglasses in a desperate attempt as the goggles, they do nothing. We have people chopping, we taught 12 year olds how to use tin openers, because apparently they need to be taught that. That and, uh, healers. Yeah. Young people can't build par- carrots. So we had sausage casserole, peach cobbler. Yep. And, uh, well we had donuts at one point. Yeah, and marshmallows. Oh, and marshmallows. Now, I hope they ate about... And no word of a lie, about 500 marshmallows yesterday. In approximately 10 minutes? Well, it was that big um, container that we took to the garden party, and it had about six, and it had 600 in it to start with. But we didn't sell that many at the garden party. We didn't sell that many at the garden party. Most of a container of 600 flumps, and they were all consumed yesterday. But in a ridiculously short amount of time. Yes. It's watching children, it was like they were on some kind of really low level it's a knockout challenge because <laughs> i've never seen people trying to cram marshmallows on. it was like a terrible generation game round yeah. getting as many flumps on a bar- uh, barbecue bamboo skewer as they could but see. none of them were sick none of them were sick so that's good the person with the most marshmallow around their face was me yeah so all to the good so on sunday i went to folk by the oak which we mentioned a couple of episodes ago yeah about where we first saw ruth notman it was lovely it was very warm um i came in on the train uh, met up with the parents who'd got me a chair all set up and a lovely picnic uh, now what i always do at folk by the oak is it's lovely music but i don't i can't really just sit and listen to music so i always read several books over the course of the day which i did i read pretty much the whole of guernsey literary and potato peel pie society there yeah which i've previously mentioned i finished uh Catlin moran's how to be a woman which is incredible i urge you all to read it um, and I started reading a book uh, called My Judy Garland Life, 
Musk, which is all about uh, a woman and how much she loves Judy Garland. So I could really relate to that yeah, book. I can imagine. And then I also started Tina Fey's Bossy Pants book. Well, Bossy Pants seems like a good book, terrible cover. Really awful cover, really hums. Yes, for those of you that don't know, the cover is Tina Fey's head on a man's body with really big, meaty, hairy arms. Yeah, kind of in just like Stan Law. It's oh, quite upsetting. Do I mean Stan Law or do I mean... Oliver Hardy. Oliver Hardy. Will you? But well, there was some great music. Uh, I can't remember everyone. Chris Wood. We've had a show of hands and... The Ukulele Orchestra of Great Britain. Yeah, it's sad to miss them. They were awesome. They did Born This Way by Lady Gaga. Oh, amazing. And it was it was brilliant. And also, uh, my friend Greg was there, who I went to university with, who I haven't seen in a while. And I got to meet his parents, and we had a picnic. Jolly good. It was all lovely. And on Saturday, I went out on an all-day stag and hendu. A combined affair. Yes, because uh, the betrothed are very nice normal people so they wanted to do something fun and not you know awful uh they didn't want to have anything which involved people taking their clothes off which you know is probably That's reasonable unless they're going to like a swimming pool which is quite fun because yeah. you sort of have to unless you're doing like your bronze survival badge and you've got to wear your pajamas but no, then you do no. take your pajamas off but you have to take them off in the water and then inflate your pajama trouser legs to make to a, make a point i really hope everyone else did this as a child because it was a very strange experience <laughs> everyone Everyone in Britain has at some point had to do a swimming badge <laughs> where you take your pyjamas to the pool and then you're swimming around with it over your swimming costume and then you, you have, have to take your pyjamas off and inflate your pyjama trousers. <laughs> Don't take shorts, you'll drown. And you inflate those, tie the ends up and use it as a buoyancy aid. <laughs> I never remembers the day a dog came into school. Uh. So what we did was we had an all-day treasure hunt across London and we started and we had a champagne breakfast where they didn't know they were going to the right place. They were told they were going to the pub and then there was a big, oh no, the pub, well, the pub's closed. We'll just pop into this quite nice restaurant where we were all there having breakfast. And then we went to Camden Market and we had a challenge and each team had to dress the other team captain, which was one of the betrothed. Uh, all I'm saying is a Justin Bieber vest, flat cap and hipster glasses and a temporary tattoo were unleashed upon my friend Jack. And we ended up going to All Star Lanes and doing retro bowling. You really packed it in, didn't you? I am still so tired. <laughs> yeah, it was a 14 hour thing. But Extra- it was extravaganza. It was an extravaganza. I've uh, been to All Star Lanes. It's really good there. It's amazing. And on Saturday night, it's all... Th- I mean, it's quite retro-y anyway, but they do Shake, Rattle and Bowl, which is where they just play awesome tunes and there are lots of ladies in big skirts and beehives some dodgy wig work going on from one hand party but i'll you know they put they tried they put the effort in and that's the important thing so that's been what we've been up to jessica your song of the week my song of the week is breakfast at tiffany's by deep blue something i've nothing to add it's just a good song as i recall we both kind of like it yeah Hi, I'm Austin Titchener. I'm Matt Rippey. I'm Reed Martin. And we are the Reduced Shakespeare Company. And you are listening to Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun. Fun, fun, fun. Don't miss it. So our top fives this week. We, dear listeners, are native Londoners. And we would like to impart our wisdom to aid people in navigating the transport network during these busy Olympic times. Yes. Uh, now, as we know, because Boris Johnson has been for some reason telling us on buses and tubes. Have you heard only, that yet? I, 
What? On the bus? Oh, on the bus. Hello, London. Oh, Aren't me, Bozzles. I heard the um, I heard the announcement at Charing Cross Station the other day, and I assumed that was it. No, it no, no. It actually comes onto the bus, so you can't escape. So she's uh, so you, your method of escapement would be staying on the bus to get away from wherever it is you were. Yeah, but no, no, you're on the bus, and but usually... that makes me want to get off the bus. Maybe that's their cunning ruse. They make people want to not use public transport. Yes, with affable Uncle Boris. Bah. And it was quite weird because there was too short a gap between him finishing and the woman saying Archway Station. <laughs> so it's a bit strange. Um, so we've compiled a list in lieu of your regularly featured top five. Top fives. We've got our top five tips on navigating London during a large sporting event. Yeah. So what with not being allowed to use the word Olympics or anything. Oh God. <laughs> so number one. Stand on the right of the escalator. Yes, do this. Don't stand on the left. It annoys people. Or in the middle. Yeah. Don't it's... stand two abreast, single file, up as far against the right as you can. If you have to sort of lean over and hold on to the barrier as well, that's fine. You put the suitcase on the step in front of you. Yep. Or behind you. It you know what? Also, you can, you can touch your girlfriend when you get off the escalator. She doesn't need to be standing next to you. Yeah. And also, buggies do fit far over to the right and people can fit past them. Even those ridiculous large Formula One ones. Stupid. I have an addendum to add to a later bit. Don't buy Formula One buggies. You don't need a seat-up buggy. That's more specific than that, but yeah. Allow passengers off the tube before you attempt to get onto the tube. Because if you all get on the tube, no one can get off because you're all crammed in like sardines. And and it makes people really angry. You just wait because there's also... It's going to be easier for you when people have got off the tube because there will be a vacuum that you can then enter into. Three. Move down the platform. Oh, it's that's, especially bad that's a one. on platforms where you enter at one end. Because some, yes. some platforms you just enter in the middle and you can disperse. But if it's one end, people will just cram up and it's all jamming and bunging up. I have missed a tube before because one's just arrived in the station as, as I've been going down the stairs. So I've got onto the platform and it's so jammed around the entrance that you just can't get anywhere. I was furious. I can imagine. I'm really glad I wasn't there. Don't stop at the top of the escalator. Yeah. Or the stairs. Yeah. Or the exit to the tube station. That is not the place you can check your phone. You can get out, but you can get out while you're moving. Yesterday. Get your Oyster card out while you're on the escalator. Think ahead. You know it's coming. Yeah. How can you not be aware of that fact? Stand, standing in between, the just up against the barriers of the um, turnstile, actually in position is not the place to start getting your Oyster card out. When we got to Victoria the other day, the man in front of me sparked up. Practically before we'd even got out of the station. But to be fair, he didn't break his gate, so that's all right. If you've just got on a tube and you see a free seat, you wait. Because somebody has been on that tube standing and they are... If there are people standing... Yeah. If it's an empty tube, go for it. Yeah. But if there are people standing and you get on you think, I'm having that, like Burglar Bill, wait. Because somebody who's already been standing will probably want that seat. By which I mean me the other day on the tube. Well, you know, sometimes, often they don't. Because if you've got on... At the point where they've run out of seats, but you've got those little squishy bits to lean against. Sometimes you're happy with those. When you're in position, it's all right. You've yeah. got your book out. You're kind of balanced. But the important thing is that you pause. Even if no one wants it, you have to do the sort of cursory, look around. Oh, do you? Oh, no, you know. Oh, should I go for it? Oh, oh, thank you. Are you sure? Brilliant. Sit down. No problem. Yeah. Just good manners. If you can go into a brief piece of theatre yes. uh, with a maybe a silent dialogue... Yeah, the important thing is, no words will actually be exchanged during this entire... Gesticulating. Yeah. 
so those are our top five tips for yes. i mean really they're not so much tips as things we get really annoyed by and would prefer you didn't yeah whenever this is whether it's during the games or december 2016 yes that's just a random time in the future what was your thing you wanted to add this is just in a, like a, an official formalized version of when we got really angry about umbrellas yes it is yeah and yeah um if you've got a buggy that folds up and the child's not in it fold it up yeah there we go also when i was a child i did not get to sit in empty tube seats no i would stand or my parent would sit in an empty tube seat and i would sit on them now you can't miss somebody going oh my child's sitting there your child is three and i'm 22 i think i need that seat more because i'm hurtling towards death yeah that child will learn. You'll well, yes, get to sit down when he's older. Now, if you're not planning on using the transport network because it's too gummed up, uh, I here present my top five alternative transport routes for things. So these are different ways you can travel around if you think buses and tubes are going to be too busy. Uh, number one, the Edinburgh tram system. Now, obviously, this is basically get out of London and use the inner city transport links of a different city so you can avoid London altogether. Now I'm pretty sure the Edinburgh trams still don't run but you know they're better than the tubes will be. It's frankly. a talking point you may as well go and look at them and say oh they've still not finished them. Well they have finished them. When I first went to Edinburgh they were building these trams and the next time I went I think they built them but they weren't running and as far as I'm aware they're still not running so they've <laughs> just spent a lot of time and money just basically putting quite organised potholes in a row. Brilliant. Number two use the river. I think people aren't utilising boats enough. We saw for the Jubilee, you can get a heck of a lot of boats yeah. down. Uh, you get can also not look at the boats. boats and instead you can look at some fatuous celebrities talking to morons on the banks. But you can use the boats to go down. I'm recommending somebody should start up a pedalo business. I think so. Because then you just hire it, you just take it from where you need to go. It can be like Boris bikes like, but with pedalos. Yes, like a hire car. Yeah. So you take it to where you want to go. Oh, I'm getting off at the BFI. Yeah, you have a number of docking stations. Exactly. Number three. Avoid hotspots. Yeah. Now, obviously, some tube stations are going to be very busy. I've got to get into King's Cross next week for a 9am train. I'm going to have to leave about 7 in the morning. I'm furious. But uh, if you don't want to go to those stations, you can use lesser-known stations, for which I mainly recommend stations that have since been closed, such as there's a branch of the Northern Line that have, uh, was sort of aborted. Uh, there are stations along the way that don't get used that you sometimes hurtle through and see. So what I think we should do is, as the people, reopen them. Yeah. Yeah, or just move in and have an evacuation party. Some of them you can use as walkways because they don't have trains going through them. Underground Mm. tunnel system, the sewers. Yes, I would say that if you are going in the sewers, you should probably be dressed as some sort of textbook villain. Yep. Yeah, my friend had a a German exchange student come over when we were 15 and uh, said exchange student's teacher had told them all in preparation that uh, two facts about England. Number one, we enjoy grass skiing i.e. skiing on grass. Number two, the tubes frequently, and that's frequently break down, and passengers walk along the tunnels. These are two facts about England that German teenagers are being told. Another alternative would be uh, apparating, using a TARDIS, broomstick, portals, travelling by mirror. Stargate. Stargate, if you've got one. Uh, I've got a Klingon bird of prey, cloaked, uh, hovering somewhere. Do that, and then, you know... That will get you around faster. Because frankly, the time and effort it would take to either build the science or discover magic probably be similar to the now train ride between Green Park and King's Cross and Pancras on the Piccadilly line. Yes, so there are going to be up to 30 minute waits at tube stations. What? 
That's on a bit of... Uh, that. What? That's on a handout we got at work the other day. I don't necessarily believe that, I have yeah, to say. Yeah, I don't believe that. Not from where we're travelling from. No. You're going to be in central London, so... You're going to be in Edinburgh. I'm so. going to be in Edinburgh. We'll, we'll get to that later. Yeah. Also, uh, Zeppelin. I think we're not utilising... We're not utilising the water. We're not utilising the air. Everyone loves a balloon. Yeah. See, that we do have a controlled airspace during the Olympics. You will get shot down by those missiles that they've positioned on top of people's houses. Oh, that's true. But, um... Everyone loves a balloon. That's true. We I've painted in... Around the world in 80 days. Yeah. We painted Ironically, in the colours. 80 days. The amount of time it takes to get from King's Cross and Pancras to Green Park on the Piccadilly <laughs> line. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my new alternative, uh, just thought of it, a bucket line. So what we do is we just form a line across London, across the major uh, highways and byways. If you need something, it just gets passed along to you. So I you don't actually have to go anywhere. Could, you, could we sync this up with Amazon so that they can get things delivered? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Right, well, okay. it can just go into shops so you can still support independent businesses. Oh, Without having to leave, yeah, we can. Yep, so you can have okay, a line. So you can have um, volunteer bucket line operators. You, you, you know, we've got we've got smartphones. So you say, I'm number. You'll get a t-shirt with a number. I need a, a tall latte, decaf. The person near the nearest Starbucks to that number. Quick, 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 quick. Coffee chains are available, or an independent one. That Starbucks is coming to me. I like the mediocre coffee, and it arrives, and I've had that. So you haven't had to move. I've thought of a problem with that. What? Well, you'd have to then text them to tell them what your name is. Oh, don't tell them, Pike. Mm. Swally. Excuse me, I'm going to go and marshal the troops for a bucket line across London. I'm going to get some t-shirts printed. Awesome. So far we've got, I'm number one, because it's my idea, but you're number two. Because okay. you've got the print t-shirts. So if anyone wants to join our bucket line, yeah, do get in touch. Well, my song for the week is Running Wild, uh, made famous by Marilyn Monroe in the film Some Like It Hot. But because the ukulele orchestra of Great Britain did an excellent cover version of it at Folk oh, by the Oak. Jessica, your snack of the day. Jam tarts. Specifically the purple ones. Okay. Do you want to explain why? My snack of the day is jam tarts because being a vegan, I don't eat many of the puddings that are on offer at camp. So when I was younger, they would just buy jam tarts because they knew I could eat them and they came come in a packet. I would just be handed the packet at the beginning of the week. Off you go. Have fun. Needle and fed. Needle and fed. The saga of the jumper oh, is actually... Dear. No, no. No, no. It's nearly finished, sort of. No, it's never. It's never happened. I frogged it down. I knitted the sleeves back up. I found that if you count your stitches, you're likely to get it correct. I then thought, I've done the back sleeves. I'm going to do the front sleeves. Oh, I'm splitting them. I'm doing the neckline. Now, of course, I finally got my act together just in time for boiling weather. And also, I did my laundry. And uh, I realised that one of the t-shirts was covered in orange fluff because I'd been knitting my jumper in it, which implies I will never be able to put this jumper anywhere near clothes. Yeah, you might have to sort of laminate it. Scotch guard. Yeah, I'll just waterproof it. Yep, there we go. Now, obviously, we did some cooking yesterday. We made our sausage casserole. We made peach cobbler. Yeah. Um, bit of scone mix, bit of tin peach. Yeah. Lovely. Usually, I never use packet mixes for anything. In fact, I can't remember ever using packet mixes for cakes and stuff. But when you're cooking on a campfire, it's so easy to... It's so much more... And frankly, given the guides couldn't open tins, I don't think getting them to weigh out ingredients is ever going to... That would have been horrendous. Much easier, you just empty tin, and it's already all measured out, and it's, you need fewer ingredients, and you can do it without many mixing bowls and things. In fact, you can do it in the pan. I would do it differently next time, and actually have the peaches on the bottom, and the yeah, rather poured than... over the top like you're supposed to, but it all got kind of mixed in together like a giant smush. Oh, well. Just middling success. But it was it was tasty. So, in honour of having been to Folk by the Oak this weekend, uh, we are having what's meant to be semi-regular and has become a simply regular feature, sit down and shut the folk up. 
So this uh, episode we have picked AIG or Arrogance, Ignorance and Greed by the band Show of Hands. See what they did there. Uh, it's all about bankers and their arrogance. Their ignorance and their greed. At every trough they stop to feed. Yeah. So it's a cracking tune and uh, Show of Hands are a cracking band and they were the headliners on Sunday. And uh, yeah, they were great, as always. You're guaranteed a very good show with Show of Hands. Yeah, you are. As ever, we've got some recommendations for things you should go and seek out. Uh, number one, the Reduce Shakespeare Company's Complete World of Sports at the Arts Theatre in London. Go, go, go. It's there for six weeks. Go and see it several times. And we've got the Ukulele Orchestra of Great Britain available on an internet near you. And I would like to recommend a mashup this week, mm-hmm. which is a combination of Lana Del Rey's video games yep. and The Smiths' This Charming Man. And it create, turns this charming man into the most maudlin and beautiful song. Um, and in the style of the Stuff You Should Know podcast, we've had some listener mail. I'm very excited. It's good, isn't it? Um, this it comes to us from uh, our Peter on Twitter. And um, she has mentioned uh, something in response to our sandwich rant tirade. Oh, that was a good in, 20 minutes on sandwiches. Views. Yeah. Um, and uh, she, she pointed out that we've forgotten uh, cheese and pickle. Ch- cheddar cheese and chutney, she says. And uh, she likes mint, coriander, tamarind, homemade chutney. Very good. Yeah. And she mentions a children's television programme. Yeah, so there's a, a show, she used to live in the UK, and she lives in, in the US now, and um, uh, there's a show called Cockle Shell Bay, and they always had cheese and chutney. Now, I've never heard of that show, but it sounds amazing already, because it's called Cockle Shell Bay, and it's about sandwiches. I mean, I'm sure it's not exclusively about sandwiches, but in my mind. Do you think it's like that show that um, Sandy Toxvig used to do, where they had the, the quiz on it, where you had to... Sandwich make, quiz? Make, yeah, make sandwiches. I hope so. Our next scheduled episode is going to be a week later than you we're, might we're think. We're going on hiatus. For a week. Yeah, by which we mean we'll be back in three weeks. As you may have gathered, I'm going to Edinburgh for the Edinburgh Fringe Festival for the month of August, and Jessica will be visiting. I will, I've already timetabled in all of the shows I want to see. Yes, and also some podcasting time. So yeah. we'll be bringing you an Edinburgh special, uh, maybe we'll get some interviews, maybe they'll just be the people I'm living with, probably, who knows, I do. And then we'll also have some pics for you to see, we'll have a chat about the lovely city and all the things you can do. Um, like looking at where the trams should be. Yeah, we can point at the trams and go, I remember when, three weeks ago, I was telling you about trams. And then we'll be back two weeks after that, but midweek, because that's when I return from Edinburgh. So that's a sort of shaping up schedule. Yeah. Yes, so we will next speak to you from uh, almost certainly not sunny Edinburgh. See you then. Bye. You sit down and shut the fuck up. Thank you very much to the Reduce Shakespeare Company for recording our excellent blurb. To find out more about them, visit reduceshakespeare.com or follow them on Twitter at Reduced. To find out more and to look at our show notes, you can visit our website at rosieandjessica.co.uk. You can email us at sayhellotorosieandjessica at gmail.com or you can follow us on Twitter, The Day of Fun Show. You can listen to our shows on Mixcloud or you can download us from iTunes. See you soon!